This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. In this episode, we are going to take a look at what happened when Warmester Town travelled to Portishead. We're also going to listen in to that interview with Mr Andrew Crabtree, our manager, who was interviewed for the Tool Station Western League podcast by the presenter Ian Knockholes, who's kindly allowed us to play the recording of that interview here on our own podcast. So stay tuned, don't go away, it's all coming up very soon. So let's kick off with our review of the Portishead match. It was an extremely wet day, to say the least, and quite windy, uh, making the rain come in almost sideways at times, so taking cover didn't help a lot. We still got pretty wet watching the match. I hope you've been able to see the highlights that we've got on YouTube for you. If not, please go along to our YouTube channel and uh, watch them. Uh, but really, the first half was a bit abysmal. The first 10 minutes, Warminster were fine. Uh, we looked quite good and uh, looked as though we were going to score a goal or two. But then for some reason, it just went uh, a little bit awry. Our passing was off. Uh, Defence and midfield were allowing the Portishead players to get through, rather like a hot knife through butter, to say the least. Of course, that resulted in three goals for Portishead and probably also a couple of uh, chances that could have been converted on another day. So a very poor performance and no doubt at half time, uh, the players had a talking to, we might say, by Andy. And the second half proved a lot better. Uh, no longer was it so easy for Portishead to cut through our midfield and defence. And now we were looking a lot more solid, really, stronger team performance. However, it's a little bit too little too late, really. The subs came on in the form of Jake Wright, who scored an excellent goal. And also George Butler, uh, an even better goal in a way, the way that George took that one. So two good goals, probably a couple of chances that went to... Uh, Close, but not close enough, and we finished up losing the game 3-2. Now, of course, you could argue that was uh, a bad day at the office, and it certainly was. And uh, Portishead being just second from the bottom on the day, uh, we should have really gone there with a more positive attitude and won that game. But we can make amends. We couldn't make amends at Cheddar due to the, the match being postponed for the third time. But Carn Town are visiting on February the 2nd, the first Saturday. They'll be at Weymouth Street. Kick off as usual at 3 o'clock. Do come along and support the Red and Blacks. We do assure you, I'm pretty sure that poor performance will be out of the way. And we'll be back to winning ways and some really good performances like we were having before. And the boys working really hard to do that. So come along, cheer them on. It's a home game. Bring a friend or two, tell people about it, share it on social media, use your Facebook and uh, Twitter accounts to let people know that you're coming along to the game and uh, invite as many along as possible and it will be great to see you there. Uh, we will be bringing you Match Live on YouTube. Uh, for those that genuinely can't make it and of course for the people that follow Warmester Town from a long way away, we have people all over the country watchers now and abroad watching the matches so we do appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast watch the matches on youtube and follow warmester town on twitter it's great to have such support well let's see what handy had to say on his uh, podcast interview with ian knockholes of the tool station western league coming up now i'm delighted to welcome back to the tool station western league podcast it's an old friend of the podcast it's andy crabtree the manager of warminster town andy thank you very much 
um, for taking the time to speak to us. And congratulations on that 2-0 win against Bishops Lydiard at the weekend. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, I, you know, it was a good win. Um, we had to work hard for it, as always, because the pitch was a little bit uh, worse for wear, so to speak. But, um, no, it was a good win. That was a good win, but possibly more impressive was that three-all draw away at Chard. I mean, they've been in very good form this season, so, I mean, were you pleased to get to, to get that point on the road? Yeah, um, well, to be fair, since sort of uh, been in December, we've got our act together a little bit. I, mean, I know we went over to Radstock and lost. We were on the receiving end of a 4-3 uh, victory. And I remember writing at the time in the paper that I was a bit with... Uh, Conceding tough goals and losing games, you know, were winnable. You know, that's no disrespect to Radstock. I read the right act to be fair. Uh, I went out and signed a few players. You know, my patience has sort of run out with people, you know. And um, since then, we've, been... <laughs> we've only lost the one game, which was at Backwell. And to be fair, we were a little bit unfortunate there. Um, we lost 2 1, and on the day, I thought we were the better side. If they were honest, they'd probably say we were as well. We were. It was a penalty that was a little bit unfortunate, you know. And that's the only game we've lost in, I think, eight games. So, you know, we we have been equipping ourselves quite well, and um, we look like scoring all the time, which is, you know, good because if you're creating chances, you always got a chance of winning games. Well, you must be doing something right because, I mean, I know that you've been involved in football, in Western League football, for a while. So to get that reaction from your team after a disappointing result. I think that um, you must have been very pleased with that. Anybody who knows me who's played for me know what I'm like in the changing room. I like things done properly. And unfortunately, there were a few things that day that weren't done properly. And um, people were told in no uncertain manner. You know, I didn't hold back. I didn't hold any punches, you know. That was that. I'd had enough. And, you know, and I wasn't prepared to put up with the attitude that some of us were showing. And, you know, and, and we've got to push on. I want the club to progress. I, you know, as I told you earlier in the season, I don't ever want to be in the situation we were in at the end of last season again. I live in this town, you know, and I care about the football club. I don't ever want to see that club in that state again, to be fair, because it's been mismanaged um, and from top to bottom. And uh, I, don't, I don't, you know, I live here. I care. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we talk on the podcast a lot with First Division managers in particular about how any side can beat any side in the First Division. And a lot of what goes on in, in sport, and, and of course normally we're talking about professional sport, is in the margins. And, and it may well be that actually that inconsistency, literally that the margins are so slight in the First Division that actually the team that is slightly more focused on the day, that gives them that little 1% edge that they need to get the result. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, and a, lot about, a lot of it is players' attitudes. We're quite fortunate we've got sort of 16 or 17 at the minute, you know, possibly sort of up to 20 when we get a few back from injury in a squad. And they're all pulling their weight. You know, when somebody gets injured, we've got someone to come in and they'll pull their weight and they keep their place in the side. And the other guys have to be patient to get back in. We've got some good youngsters coming through and, you know, learning all the time. You know, they're learning because... We have got a little bit more experience now, and it does help the youngsters, because I was a little bit concerned about us being a little bit lightweight, because our pitch is notoriously <laughs> heavy, and um, with the younger 
years, it does tend to take its toll on them. Well, when we, when we spoke last time, I mean, you alluded to it earlier. Well, actually, at the time earlier in the season, of course, I think actually you were at the top of the table. And um, I know you didn't get carried away, but I certainly did. I thought that was a fantastic start for you, particularly given what you'd inherited. Um, you're in mid-table now, but I get the feeling from this interview that perhaps you're not going to settle for that necessarily. You've got one eye looking up, certainly not down. Certainly not looking backwards. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 you play most teams there now, with the exception of Cheddar. We played Cainton once. And we gave a good account of ourselves that day. I know we lost 3-1, but we gave a good account of ourselves. Probably the biggest, I'd say, hiding we got was at Devizes. And we were a little bit light that day with players. We didn't have a goalkeeper. His car broke down. And it did reflect in the scoreline, to be fair. That's no disrespect to the lad that played in goal. You know, that's probably the only time I felt really disappointed where we let ourselves down a little bit. And that, we had a very young side that day. They learnt a lot from it. You know, they learnt a lot from it. You can't go in there and tell them off, because, to be fair, I put them in that situation. You know, I pick the side. I have to take, you know, I have to take the, uh, you know, it's my decision to pick them. So I take, you know, full responsibility for it. Yeah, well, I mean, in fairness, I was at that game. You know, I actually was, I was very impressed with the second half performance because I don't think you played like a side um, that was as far behind as um, as you were on the score sheet. I think that kept going right to the bitter end. And, um, and uh, you know, and, and as you say, it's difficult in those circumstances when they're giving 100%, it's difficult to be overly, overly critical. But um, if we look ahead... And you've got Portishead on Saturday. Of course, you've just come off a, this good win against Bishops Lydiard. And um, I, I can sense that you're in the sort of mood. Really, this is a good chance for you to get another three points, isn't it? That'll be a very difficult game. They've got a good result at the weekend down at Wincanter. You know, they're a good side. And, you know, Portishead, we are, I think we only beat them 1-0 at the start of the season. They gave a good account of themselves. I listened to their manager. You know, he's back on a couple of months back. And it all depends what they have out on the day as well, you know. <laughs> I'm under no illusions. Every game in this league is tough. I'm not, you know, I'd never take anything for granted in this league. And I know the players won't be because I won't let them. That'll be tough. As we'll go into Cheddar on Tuesday, that'll be tough as well. And, and I think we've got Kingsham again later in the month. Um, Calm. So we've got some tough games coming up. Well, you've got Cheddar twice, haven't you? I mean, that's yeah. going to be a real test because... Cheddar looked to me from their results like a, a Premier Division side in in waiting. But actually, that's an opportunity for your team, isn't it? Because if there's an opportunity to really perform and impress against a quality outfit, then then there's no better game really to get up for. No, they're a quality side. They've got some quality players. You know, I've watched them this season, and I know how good they are. You know, they've got two lads up front. have got quality all over the pitch, to be fair. So, you know... That'd be a difficult game for us, but it'd be good to gauge how far we've come. You know, when you're playing the top sides, you know, like we did down the charge, you know, in the end, we could have won. We hit, we hit the post twice in the same attack. You know, we hit one post and then hit the other when it would have been easier to score. But, you know, on the day, a, a draw was a fair result. That's football. <laughs> <clears throat> now, one final question for you, Andy. And that is, well, it's not really so much of a question, really, but I, w- I want to have a chat with you about um, a chap called Roland Millward because um, he's not so much a star player for you on the pitch, but he's certainly one off the pitch. 
he does a podcast for the club, and of course he broadcasts your games on on YouTube. Now, I mean, as I said before, you're a manager with a lot of experience uh, around a lot of clubs in the Western and Southern League. Um, to have that level of coverage, to have that level of marketing, is really quite something um, for Warminster Town, isn't it? That's excellent. You know, he, he's not from around here. To be fair, he's come and watched games at Warminster, and then he started doing, you know. His podcasts, and then he, now he's doing the paper reports. <laughs> it's a great man to have on board. You know, his enthusiasm for the game is brilliant. You know, he's always coming out with little quips on Twitter, and on he does the Facebook account now as well. So it's great, you know, because what it does, it highlights the club, it gives them good publicity, and, and they're out there, and people can see that. And sometimes it reflects in your gates as well, because you know, we again on Saturday we had 104 watching. You know, a lot of clubs would bite your arm off for that, you know, and we get that regularly. He's revamped the uh, website as well, you know, so he's a hard-working man and he's an asset to the club. Absolutely right. I mean, the other thing that strikes me is what do the players make of it? Because, of course, players at sort of non-league level, they're, they're not necessarily doing it for the money, as we know, but actually to have the opportunity to share you know, the goals that they score or the moves that they're involved with or the matches that they play, the victories that they've shared. That's actually quite something, isn't it? I would imagine that the, the coverage is something that gets talked about in the dressing room. It certainly does. I think some of the comments off, off by, by the camera are quite comical. Um, <laughs> we certainly mentioned that. <laughs> we have got a WhatsApp group and they say, listen to the sixth minute and listen to what the bloke says in the background to get one of the players. It's quite comical. To be fair, <laughs> so, so yeah, it does create a good laugh in the changing room. And, and to be fair, it highlights sometimes when you make mistakes, you can talk to players and tell them, you know, have a look at the goal and see what you could have done better. You, you know, yeah. there's, lo- there's lots of ways it can improve. <clears throat> That's great, Andy. Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate no, it. You, and yeah. um, you know, we're only in January, so with a bit of luck and a following win, we'll get a chance to catch up with you before the end of the season. Ah, oh, lovely. Thank you very much. Once again, I'd like to thank Ian Knockholes for allowing us to share that podcast with you. Uh, do look out for the Tool Station Western League podcast. It's every week. Ian Knockholes does a great job in reviewing both the Premier and the First Division of the Tool Station Western League. So, thank you all for listening once again. We are going to get player interviews i assure you uh, we were hoping to have one lined up for this podcast but they will come and if you're a player or you're connected to warmster town football club in some way and you'd like to share in our podcast please get in touch with me you can email me at wtfc supporter uh, at icloud.com that's wtfc supporter at icloud.com let me know that you'd like to be interviewed on the podcast and we can talk about Warmester Town, your role at the club or as a supporter, how long you've been supporting them, the favourite games you've watched, all that kind of thing and to perhaps learn a little bit about, about the history of the club as well. So we look forward to uh, hearing from anyone that would like to join us and you'd be most welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Warmester Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.